Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome, everyone, to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I have a special guest, Jacob Clopton. Thank you for uh, joining us today. I look forward to hearing your story. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. All right. Exciting. Um, so, uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier around, you know, the, the the type of industry you're in and how you fell into it. You know, tell me a little bit about your background, like, you know, where you, where you grew up and what life was like. Uh, yeah. So, I, I actually grew up um, in upstate New York, in Rochester, New York. Um and, uh, you know, went to uh, college in Buffalo. And then, you know, right at Buffalo, I, I um, had somewhat of a, a journey. I you know, went and lived in uh, Buenos Aires for a year, um, just kind of living there, right. <laughs> you know, without much of a direction, man. Um, just wanted to kind of have an adventure after, after college. And then, um, you know, I actually, had, after that year, I, uh, I moved back uh, to the U.S. to Florida and did accounting for like a resort in Florida mm-hmm. um, and like lived there. Um, and then I figured, it, you know, after doing that for about a year, uh, I figured I, I better actually get like a, you know, <laughs> like a, a real life going. Um, so, you know, my, my end goal was always usually to, uh, to, to like end up like trading. I wanted to trade futures or currencies or something like that. Um, so, you know, I had my own Chicago. Chicago's like, you know, the, the capital of like trading. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I moved here and, you know, um, the way that I got into trading is I literally just kind of like walked into trading firms and told them I wanted to work for them, um, which is kind of like a weird place to do it. Right. But uh, um, I ended up working, you know, and I, I remember the first firm that I worked with, it was like, like three rounds of like statistic interviews, you know, you had to do just like off the top of your head. Um, but, you know, I ended up working for those guys trading uh, interbank hedging product futures, um, which is like interest rate, you know, uh, hedging products for, for years um, until uh, until about 2009. Um, obviously, when another recession happened and uh, interest rates kind of went to zero, right? And if you're, you're a trader, you need like volatility to make money. Um, so, you know, there really wasn't much opportunity at, at the time, right? Uh, plus, I I was also working from 1 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day. So, you know, I was ready for that to be over. Um, and, you know, th- at, at that time, you know, uh, it was like the banking liquidity crisis and, you know, people were having trouble accessing money. And I had this idea to kind of be a, the in-between, right, um, be an intermediary and basically make transaction fees, um, help, you know, connecting borrowers with capital, Um and I, I really just started making phone calls, right? Kind of putting it out there that, you know, I was building bank relationships and lender relationships and people just kind of found me. Um, and, you know, 12 years later, I, you know, my company's Platinum Capital and, you know, we focus exclusively on finance and commercial real estate um, all over the country. And I'm like the one to 50, $60 million size range. So. Right. 
Nice. So, so um, great, great summary of your journey there, right? Yeah. And, and, and of course, I was thinking about Trading Places, the movie, you know, if you've ever seen that, right? Um, oh, yeah. A little, yeah. <laughs> right. And, um, and then, uh, you know, your, your uh, journeys throughout, you know, obviously living in some warmer climates before you decided to be in Chicago, right? So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I always have this idea in my head that I'm going to end up living somewhere warm, uh, but mm -hmm. I in, end up right back where it's freezing cold every single yeah. time. So, and now <laughs> I have like three kids here, so I'm not going anywhere. So. Yeah, it's like a habit. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, me back, man. Well, I always tell everybody it's a decision, right? So, and it's funny, is like I'm talking to some of my friends these days that are now moving from the Northeast down to Florida. Um, you know, they, after years of suffering, right. And, <laughs> and I always tell them it's just the decision. Now they're like, man, I wish I did this years ago. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah. it's also a personal choice. You know, some people like cold weather and that's good too. Right. Um, yeah. So tell me, um, as you started your, your capital side of the, what you do for the commercial real estate, you know, industry, like it, was it clear, like from day one, that that was the area you were going to serve? Because I think a lot of times people, when they start a business, they, you know, they're not clear on, you know, the sub niche or the, you know, the area they're going to focus. So how did you come up with that? Right, right. Um, no, it, it really wasn't clear. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, at, at first it was more about like, it, it was just borrowers that needed to find him. Right. Mm -hmm. and, you know, like we, we were talking to all sorts of different people, you know, like businesses, trucking companies, this that you know um and, and it really you know just kind of evolved into commercial real estate because those are just kind of like what i was attracted to and the types of deals we liked doing um you know there's other people that do what i do that you know focus more on like business loans and stuff like that um right. and but i mean you know and we did though i mean i've been financing like semi trucks like 12 years ago right um but you know cre just very quickly ended up being the direction that we went and you know i mean like today we we actually own some apartment building on top of it too. So it's definitely, you know, it was just attracting to me and like the area I really wanted to stick with and go into. Right. And, and just curious, you still trade on your own? Uh, it, uh, yes, I, you know, I, I, I do here and there. Um, it's difficult to do it mm -hmm. on your own though. It, and, you know, like I, I have this philosophy of trying not to run too many races, right? Like I, I, I want to really focus and, and do what I do the best. And then, you know, if I'm trading me and he's, you just get distracted. Yeah. You wind yeah. up with six monitors and, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I ended up, uh, you just don't want to be in a phone call, you know, and you're like in a trade about to lose right. money or something. It's just, it's too distracting. So. Right. I get it. I totally understand. Right. Um, funny. Um, so with where you're looking to go, so you have this, you know, company where it's at right now, right. And where you're looking to go, what does that look like? What's the big goal for you? Um, you know, the goal is always just to do better than I did last year. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, I'm, it, it is a, it is a constant kind of push. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and really what that comes down to is just consistently getting more exposure, you know, finding ways to get in front of people that are cost effective. Right. I mean, when you, when you go down that marketing road, you can, you can spend a whole lot of money really fast. Then um, maybe it goes somewhere maybe it doesn't. Right. Um, but <clears throat> You know, what, what I try to look for are, you know, just see what my competitors are doing, what other people in the industry are doing and kind of going a different way and going into areas where, where people aren't, you know, where it's not so crowded and people aren't doing it and trying to do that in a cost effective way. Right. 
And, and, you know, so I, I would assume, you know, nowadays after the craziness and that we have going on in the world, is there more commercial space available? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It depends <laughs> on what it is. Right? right. I mean, if you're talking about like industrial space, I don't think you can find like warehouse or logistic industrial space anywhere. Right. Because right. like, think about it, like the Amazons of the world have snapped all of that up. Right. Right. Um, office space. I'm sure you can find an office somewhere, right. you know, uh, a big box retail space. I'm sure you can find an empty one of those, you know. Uh, but you know, I mean, uh, there, there a lot a lot of sectors are doing really well. Apartments mm -hmm. are doing really well. Industrials on fire, you know. Um, you know, self storage is doing really well. You know, so it, commercial is very you know sector specific for how it's performing. And certain areas are very cyclical, like hospitality. So, um, I mean, and, and it has this this really interesting way of, you know, like remaking itself, like the, 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 the big box retail space that will get made into other things. Like people are putting self-storage facilities in those. Right. And like, I've even seen some churches take those over. So, you know, even, even though like certain areas may get distressed and depressed at certain er at certain times, it, it will get remade into other and repurposed and other stuff. Right. Okay. Perfect. Right. I'm just wondering, cause I see a lot of empty buildings, right? So, <laughs> So. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, eventually those get turned into something. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. All right. So, um, what do you believe is the drive for you? Like the, you know, the motivating factor, the thing that you know that's led you down this path to create this company and be in the industry you're in. Um, you know, I mean, I I think the the drive really was. <clears throat> you know, to be an entrepreneur and to to always kind of you know, be doing my own thing rather than working for somebody else. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't say that there's like, a, you know, okay, we made this much money in one year. I'm done. Right. Great mission accomplished. Right. I mean, it, it's always, it's always just a, just a growth aspect. Right. I mean, it, it's, a, it's kind of like lifting weights. It's like trying to get to the next level, um, you know, and, and do a little bit more and do a little bit better than you did last time. Right. So, you know, I mean, I just, that, that's just the drive, right. It is really kind of the journey and, and, just always trying to improve upon what you've been doing and, and do a little bit better the next time. Right. All right. And then from a perspective of the challenges you've may have faced during this time of building what you have today, has there ever been any, any uh, major challenges or setbacks, either personal or professional? Um, you know, I, I would say the, the biggest challenges I, I that I've had in the past is you know, when, when I first started out and, you know, we, I was growing a little bit, um, I kind of went down this like traditional route of, you know, having employees and, you know, I wanted, I, I wanted a bunch of like sales guys that were working under me, right. Mm -hmm. Um, that were going out and finding opportunities and building relationships, stuff like that. Uh, and I very quickly, um, came to realize that I am not very good at human resources. <laughs> it's like, like it, it, it was just difficult, right? Like managing a lot of people, uh, you know, under, under me in a small company. And, you know, you would, you would get somebody and train them and then get them really good and put a lot of work and effort. And then they would leave and go somewhere else. Right. Like, okay. Then try to do that again. And again, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it, that's difficult to manage, especially in like an air, like a company like this where, you know, you can't just plug and play somebody. You've got to bring them in, teach them, nurture them, and then, you know, and really teach them the whole business. Um, so that, you know, the, the biggest challenge was kind of moving away from that. 
um, and going into more of a, you know, building out more of like a back end and support architecture for the company that really supports, you know, like me and make maybe like one or two other people to be able to be as efficient as possible and do as much as we can without needing a bunch of people that are basically carbon copies of what I'm already doing. Right. So instead of basically wholesaling my work to people that work under me, you know, having, you know, enough back end and support to be able to just do it all, you know, a lot of it really myself. Mm -hmm. um, so moving away from that was difficult because, you know, I think in that transition, you're figuring it out and, you know, well, the first thing is you lose all those people, right? So that, that, that revenue that they were generating kind of stops, right? Um, so that was difficult, but I think in, in the end that it worked out really well and, you know, that's, it works extremely well for us and what we want to do. All right. Okay, perfect. So what's the, um, just wondering from the, the, the part that drives you every day, right? So there's this this routine or habit that we create, right? That we know when we're opt you know optimally running on you know peak performance, call it, right? Sure. Um, is there is there a routine that you have? I'm just curious. Um, just my daily routine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Something that yeah. sets you up to win for the day, or yeah, you know, anything that you yeah, do. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so well, I have three kids. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they keep me on a pretty tight routine because for some reason they like to get up at around like quarter to six in the morning every day, <laughs> um, which I don't know anybody else's that do, but mine do. So, you know, I got to get before them. So, you know, that's really when the day starts, man. So it's early. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I think, but I, I think getting up early and, you know, getting the mindset, uh, and preparing what you're going to do for the day you know, really helps out. Right. Um, you know, as, as far as other routine, you know, exercising, eating right, you know, I, I, I think that if you're, if you're feeling good and you've got a lot of energy, you know, that's going to translate into, you know, how well you're going to do and, and how much effort you can put into everything, including your business, right? Right. Um, so, and, and, you know, it's just keeping that, like a, a real consistent routine just in the rest of your life and stability there is what I, what I think really helps out of the business side. Right. Okay. Perfect. Um, cause I, you know, it's like, it's always interesting to me cause you know, I'll, I'll see some people that you can see, you know, that stay fit and, you know, do the things that are necessary to, to keep your mindset, you know, clear and focused on what you're after and, you know, tying it all together. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's important, man. I mean, if, if you're feeling good and you've got energy, right. That's going to translate into every part of your life. Right. Okay. And, and from the, um, uh, let's look at, let's look at how, if you were to share something with somebody, somebody's listening to this right now that may be on the entrepreneurial journey, right? And they're trying to figure out uh, some things. What would be like, you know, a key pivotal piece of advice you would share with them? Um, you know, it's a good, good question. And, and like other people like ask me this too, like, oh, how do you, how do you get started, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I mean, I guess two things, right? I mean, people, people come up to me and say like, well, how do I just start out? Like, what's the fastest way to get to like where you're at today? I'm like, listen, you, there's just, there, there is no silver bullet, right? I mean, you don't walk into the gym day one and start throwing around 150 pound weights. You start at the smaller ones and you know, you lift those ones and then you get gradually get bigger, bigger, bigger. And then eventually you're there. Right. And then, then once you're there, you don't have to look back, you know? Um, and, and then, and then also just, I, I see some people, just get this like paralysis uh, of like analysis, right? I mean, you know, they, they get so consumed with like, oh, before I can even start, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to have this in place, right? And honestly, the, the way that I started, I, I literally just started 
Googling things and calling people, right? Picking up the phone and just calling people and figuring it out. That's what I think is going to get you, you know, at least started towards something. Right. And, and the, the, the thing is, you know, you, you always kind of like walk into this like void at first where you, you don't know what's going to happen. And I think a lot that makes a lot of people nervous, but that's how you figure things out. Right. I mean, you, you never know what's going to come out of, you know, some phone call you just made. Right. And, and where that's going to leave you. It, and ju just like, you know, the way that I started. Right. I mean, I didn't start out saying, hey, I'm going to find loans for people for commercial real estate, right? It was literally just find money for a borrower, right? right. And that, that, that's just how it started. And, and I just started making calls. And, you know, eventually I, I you know, you recognize patterns and, and I, I figured out that, okay, the things I wanted to find loans for were commercial real estate. And the people I like dealing with were those borrowers. And this is, this was our niche, right? So right. I, mean, I think it's really just, just getting started and, and, and making those first phone calls. Great. All right. And then what do you like to do for fun? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> like I said, I, I have a, a nine-year-old, seven-year-old, two-year-old, so I don't get a lot of fun. <laughs> um, normally, honestly, in my free time, I'm either hanging out with my kids or working out or, you know, something right. like that. Yeah. Okay. Nothing crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you definitely can have fun with the kids, so enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Because it goes by quick, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. So, um, all right. You know, as we start to close here, you know, how do people find out more about you? Uh, I am exceptionally easy to find on the internet. Um, I think I have like 30,000 LinkedIn connections. So I'm on mm -hmm. there. Um, you can look up my company, Clopton Capital. All of our contact information is in there and call me directly or email me. Um, I'm, I'm always around. Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be here, Jacob. It was, you know, fun to get to know you and, you know, see what you're doing in the world to impact, you know, others and helping them find the money to build what they're building. So it's, it's exciting to, uh, to hear every different angle that you're, you know, focused on here and, you know, I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Likewise. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Okay. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the all in podcast show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.